Okay, you ready? The way it's said properly is WNBC. This is key. Come on. WNBC. No, no. You gotta be more like this. <clears throat> Listen up. WNBC. You hear that kind of lift? NBC. WNBC. WNBC. Why don't you? WNBC. This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by The Philly Pretzel Factory, Zach's Hamburgers, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Sproul Lanes of Springfield, Delaware County, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, and Delco Cleanouts. Novarens looks to pass on fourth down. Incomplete pick off. Mopping it down far side of the field that time. Looks like it's Parker Moss on the interception from Marple Newtown. Kandoff from Davis goes to Rosanio. He finds a hole, slips another tackle. Great block in the middle of the field. And there goes Rosanio. He's got one to men to beat. Cuts back the other way. Gets another block. 10-5. Touchdown, Anthony Rosanio. And Tommy Davis takes the snap. Fakes it to one man. Gives it to Rosanio on the edge. He gets the hole. That's the outside. 20 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Rosanio and the Tigers. Durkin again, shotgun, with drum in the backfield. He's going to look to pass. He's looking, looking, and he is sacked. Huge play right there by senior captain Corey Powers. One man in the backfield, two wide receivers uh, near, one far in a tight formation. He goes in motion, and Tommy Davis is going to pass back. He's got Vexel wide open. Touchdown, Tigers. I want to congratulate Coach uh, Ray Junta on his 58th victory. 58 wins puts him atop the all-time wins list for coaches here at Marple Newtown. Davis hands off to Binder. Goes off tackle. Finds the hole. He's got a big hole. 20, 15, 10. He's got the touchdown, Binder. DeFabio gets the ball, runs near side of the football field, and parches it into the end zone. Touchdown. Marple Newtown, Austin DeFabio. Three seconds remaining. 37-yard field goal attempt coming up. Here's the snap. Here's the snap. A little low. And it is blocked. It is blocked by Marple Newtown. Tigers win the ball game. 2.15 to go. Third down and eight from the Cougar 45. Durham's going to look to pass. He's under pressure. It's a screen pass. Intercepted. Craig Hamilton across the 30. 20, 10-5. Touchdown, Craig Hamilton and Marple Newtown. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco.
And we welcome you in live to Lewis C. Scott Stadium on the campus of Pencrest High School as the full moon crests over the trees here at the football field. I am Greg Pecco along with me Steve Reynolds. And Steve, Marble Newtown coming into this game after a close loss to Ridley at home last week. Yeah, they uh, lost by seven points. Uh, coming in for injured Tommy Davis was sophomore quarterback Marcus Weathers did an outstanding job, went eight for 14, 147 yards and a rushing touchdown. Tigers played well, just didn't do enough to get the victory. Pencrest uh, on the other side of the football has a win, coming off of a win last week against Radnor. Before we get to both of the two squads here tonight, let's discuss where the Central League stands and also District 1 playoff positioning at this point. Uh, from the Central League, right now, Garner Valley leads at 6-0, and Pencrest 5-1, and Upper Darby 4-1, and Haverford 4-1, and and Conestoga 4-2. and That's the tops, and that's basically the teams that can still contend for that Central League title at this point with Garnet Valley facing Haverford and Stoga after this week. Um, Upper Darby has Stoga and Pencrest as well. Pencrest has Ridley and Upper Darby, so there's a lot that could go on in the next couple weeks, Steve. Yeah, I mean, as you said, the top of the league is Garnet Valley. Uh, they pretty much beat everybody um, that was contending with Pencrest. They had a big game a couple weeks ago against Pencrest, but watch out for Upper Darby, Conestoga, Springfield. Big game tonight, big implications. Um, for those two teams, said Haverford and, uh, you know, again, Ridley that we saw last week. So, at, although Garnet Valley's up there right now with zero losses, a few teams with one loss in the league that have an opportunity to win it. Certainly, and transitioning more to the playoff situation, uh, District 1 4A, as of right now, in all of District 1, Bayard Rustin High School out of Westchester, 7-0. They are the top seed. They have a few-point lead on Garnet Valley, who's the second seed. Rounding out the top five is Neshaminy, Coatesville, and Upper Dublin, all at 7-0. All squads at 7-0. The points are the tiebreaker. It's an average points, uh, kind of a long mathematical equation to figure it out. Um, the rest of the Central League schools, though, Pencrest is the last one in at this point. They are tied for 10th at 6 and one, and then you have Haverford, Upper Darby, and Conestoga are 19th, 20th, and 21st, and then Ridley still mathematically in it, but most likely out uh, at 27. Uh, interesting situation there with the Central League potentially having a chance to get five teams in. Well, you see how hard it is in 4A. Yeah, Pankers at six and one, in the last, uh, you know, one of the last the teams 10. in there. Yeah, uh, and then the Fords and Upper Darby with two losses. You know, they're looking out right now, so they have to pretty much win out and hope for some other teams to lose. So it's going to be tight, but you know, hopefully it's a few teams that can represent the Central League. 3A level, eight teams get in at the 3A level in District 1. Currently the top seed is Pottsgrove at 7-0. They were the top seed last year, I believe, and lost to Interboro in that first round. Uh, Academy Park is number two. They're a Delaware County team at 5-1. and one. The other Delco teams are Glen Mills. They are fourth. Interboro is sixth, and Springfield, the one Central League team, is seventh. Yeah, and we saw Academy Park, what they're capable of in week one, uh, putting up for 40 points. And uh, you know, Potsgrove's are always in there at that one seed. Um, but uh, you said Interboro, Springfield, and then some other teams looking out. But that's that's pretty wide open from four on. Um, but look out for Potsgrove and Academy Park in that 3A. And certainly now we will transition to tonight's game. Obviously it has major implications for Pencrest. Marple Newtown in that 3A District 1, if they win out and get some help, they do mathematically have a shot, kind of the same situation. Ridley is in. Uh, if they get a win against Pencrest tonight, that would be a huge, huge help as it would be a 3A win over a 4A squad. Yeah, you said it, a 3 over 4A, you get more points winning it, being a 4A team, especially a 6-1 team. So you beat them here, you maybe hope for them to win out, get some more points off that. It's crazy mathematics, you know, all the calculations, but Marlboro Newtown can't be really worrying about that. It's got to be 
who they have in front of them. Uh, you said Springfield or Pancrest, Springfield, Lower Marion, but tonight's a big matchup, six and one, Pancrest, and they've only, their only loss is to Garnet Valley. So they're a good team coming in here, and they're hungry. Coming off of a close loss last week, and Marple Newtown, when you think about it, if you look at it, they are two and one in games decided by seven points or less this season, which is pretty, pretty, pretty good spot to be in. Um, what can you take away from losing a close one against a, a quality opponent like Ridley? Well, as I mentioned earlier, you had a sophomore quarterback in there, his first varsity start. He's played, he hasn't played quarterback since freshman freshman year last year. Um, had no JV snaps, so coming in last week against a Ridley team who's tough and, a, and rain, it was rain. And out, it was you know the conditions weren't good. He did a very good job, so he can build off of that. Satin has had a big game. Hop guys defensively had a big game, so they can build off of you know I don't want to say a moral victory because they lost the game, but they can build off that. They know they can compete in this league no matter who's in front of them. For Pencrest, uh, a, a nice win last week against Radner. Uh, their top guys are at quarterback, of course, is Fisher, and the top running back Bay Tips. Uh, what can you tell us that that you know about Pencrest from looking at tape this week, Steve? They're the one of the biggest. Got the team I've seen size wise. They got big offensive linemen, and their defense is stellar. They were well, first on offense, they run a pistol. Um, good quarterback, he's big and tall. Um, and then the defense, you got linebackers, a float of the ball. They're a very, very good defensive team. They don't let many uh, allow many points on the board, so it's key for Marple Newtown to control their defense tonight. Offensively for Marple Newtown now. Ooh. Who's the key? You have Adrian Sapness, who the last two weeks has really started to hit his stride after finally getting some playing time on the field for Marple Newtown. He's co- he's complimented um, by Abel Hoff as well. Offensively, it seems like they're starting to put things together, and coming into on a road game like this, it gives them an opportunity. Yeah, and as I said, uh, you mentioned Sapness, Hoff. It's going to come down to Weathers. Uh, he's got to build off the last week's performance, repeat that. Um, and, he, you know, you would think a young quarterback in there, we're not going to throw as much. He attempted the ball 14 times, completed eight of them. He had a very good game in the air. But I expect him to keep feeding the ball to Satness and Hoff and even Rossboro um, to bounce it off and, you know, really pound this defense who's been so stellar all year. Steve, what what are your keys? Uh, start with uh, Pencrest first tonight. What what does what, what what do you see them doing that's advantageous for them offensively and defensively? Well, they just got to stick to their game plan. I mean, they see a Marple Newtown team who struggled two and five, but they they're going to expect their best you know the best game out of Marple Newtown. They just got to continue to play great defense. Um, so the stat they haven't made up twenty some points going in that uh, uh, Garner Valley game. So. Um, they don't let up a lot of points. They got to continue to stick to that and play very good defense, especially with their key linebackers. As Pencrest comes onto the field here, and we await the coin toss and kickoff about five minutes away, your keys to the game for Marple Newtown. Uh, take me through them. Got to win the battle on the line of scrimmage. As I said, these are the biggest, biggest uh, team in size I've seen. They're big, big linemen, um, and. Uh, they got to win this, you know, up front. They got to win the line of scrimmage. Uh, they got to run the ball effectively. Sap Harvest and I said Rossboro to bounce it off, make big plays on defense. They're due for defensive touchdown. Each year we see defensive touchdown. Marble Newtown's do. Um, if they can create a big play, that's huge. And then, last but not least, Weathers got to build off that performance. He's going to be key tonight, just managing the game and hitting uh, guys open on the field when he gets a chance. With two minutes away from kickoff, we will step aside. When we come back in a moment, we will have the. Who will receive and who will kick and the start of the game in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. 
Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonable priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
back here with you. Pencrest High School from Marble Newtown. And Pencrest here late in the Central League season. That was the Pencrest Choir with your national anthem here. 12 minutes on the clock, Steve. Ready to go. Let's do it. Um, you know, no matter what your record is coming in this game, it's Friday night football. Let's get it done. Marple Newtown will return to start the game. Pencrest to kick it away. Kicking for the Lions is number 16, Nathan Hughes. Hughes to kick it away. Back from Marple Newtown, Abel Hoff, Sapness, and Tom Perpilia. We've talked about see if Marple can break one. You know, beginning of the year, they've started off with a great field position. A couple times almost broke one. Let's see what they get here. Here we go. Hughes has the ball teed up at the near side hash of the 40-yard line to kick it away. He gets the go from the officials. His approach, kick is on the ground, bounces at the 40, picked up at the 30 by Nick Rhodes, and he is going to be wrapped up and brought down at the 41 by a gang of Pencrest Lions. And they're going to keep it away from Hoff back there, but Marple is going to take that ball at the 40-yard line. So great field position for Marcus Weathers in the offense. So here we go. Ball will be placed at the 41 of Marple Newtown here as they will move left to right with Pencrest defending that right end zone on your radio. Weathers out under center. Weathers takes it, hands off to Sapness, up the middle for a gain of about a yard. It's a number 30, Mike Bundy, the senior, in on the tackle there. Sapness gets the ball right off tackle there and is stopped immediately for about a gain of one there, Greg. So it'll be second down and one as an official gain. Or second down nine with the official gain of one, excuse me. just want to mention this, the atmosphere out here, it's... Probably one of the best we've been to. They have a very interesting setup and a large crowd here tonight for Pencrest. Weathers under center. Scott Rhodes is the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield with Hoff now in motion out of the wingback position. It's a handoff to Hoff. He goes to the far side, cuts it back up, but he's going to get about three yards as he brought down close to the 45-yard line. The number 33 was one of the tacklers in there for Pencrest. That's Diego Zubetti. Zubietti and uh, Sap, er, Hoff's going to get the ball on the sweep, follow his guards, cut it up, and gains two yards there. So it'll be third down and seven for Marple from their own 44-yard line. Weathers out under center. Nick Rhodes, the near side receiver. Hoff is the wing back to the near side. Ross Bell, the far side wing back. Cunningham goes in motion now to the far side. And Hoff in motion. Weathers fakes the handoff, dodges one attempt at a sack, now throws it in and is intercepted on the near side of the field at the 40 by number 21 of Pencrest, Brent Roller. Well, immediate pressure as Satinus comes back there. Um, he fakes the handoff, looks back. Immediate pressure, he does a good job of shaking off with his mobility and just kinds of forces it right there and it's intercepted. So Pencrest is going to get the ball here on offense. So it'll be first down for Pencrest at their own 42-yard line. Roller, the interception for the Lions. He had one last week against Radner. Fisher out of the pistol. 
Bates hips behind him. Two receivers on the far side. It's a handoff underneath to number 11, Joe Volchek, and he picks up three yards. Gino DiCamillo, initial on the tackle. Greg Falcone cleans him up there. Good job by the Tigers' defense in the first play. And Volchek is down, so... With the score nothing nothing in 10 minutes to 10.07 to go in the game, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget... Craig Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you out of the injury timeout. Volchek appears to be okay as he walked off the field under his own power. Out of the pistol is Hughes. Uh, or Fisher, excuse me. He hands off to Bay Tips. He goes for about eight yards on the carry, close to a first down. Sadness on the tackle, short of the first down there. As Pencrest, out of the pistol formation, gives it to the running back up the middle. So it'll be third down and one for Pencrest in Tigers territory at the 49-yard line. Nothing, nothing, 9.32 to go, first quarter. Out of the pistol once again is Fisher. Bay tips behind him. Two receivers to the far side. It's a handoff to Bay tips. Quick up the middle, and he stopped. town wraps him up and brings him down. Big number 77 on the play. Zach Falcone, Steve. Great job there by the Tigers' defensive line, holding their players, playing half a man, shutting the block, and then linebacker DiCamillo coming in there and make, finishing it off. So great play there. Looks like Pancras is going to line up and go for this. So 8-56 to go. First quarter, a fourth down and one from the Tigers, 49 for Pancras. A big moment here in this one early. Two receivers are split, one near side, one far. Fisher under center. He's going to try and take it himself, and looks like he leans across the first down marker for a few yards on the play. Fisher keeps himself, as you said, goes right behind the middle of his big offensive line, and they pick up a first down on that big fourth down play. So it'll be first down and 10 now for Pencrest at the Tigers' 47-yard line with a nothing-nothing score. Pencrest taking their time in the huddle this time. they got to get to the line of scrimmage. Fisher comes back out of the pistol. Three wide receivers set. Framed to the near side as the receiver. Bay tips the running back. It's fakes a hand off to Volchek. Looks to throw. And now Fisher's going to pull down and try and run to the far side of the field. And he's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. Looks like did the ball come out at the end there, Steve? Hard to see. There's a scramble on the sideline. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but A.J. Cunningham comes up at the linebacker position, makes the play on Fisher. Good initial pressure there by Marcos Katsurkatsis. And uh, Cunningham's able to finish him up there for, looks like, no gain. So it'll be second down and 10. A good stop there for Marple Newtown. Ball marked at the 47-yard line. Frame the near side receiver. McCafferty the far side. 
Pistol for Fisher, handoff to Baytips, and he's brought down in the backfield by number 22 of Marple Newtown, Steve. That's Cunningham, 32. 32, excuse me, A.J. Cunningham. Cunningham comes from his linebacker position, blitzes, and makes a big play in the backfield for the Tigers' defense for a loss of four. Four-yard losses, Steve mentioned, will bring up third down and 14 with 7.07 to go. Defense came ready to play early for the Tigers. Ball is now in Pencrest territory just across the 50 at third 49 after that loss. So big third down and long here in this first quarter. Three receivers set out of the pistol for Fisher. McCafferty to the near side. Fisher's going to roll far side. He's going to look to throw, and it is blocked and batted away by Adrian Snapness. Great break on the ball by Snapness. Comes in, gets his right hand in there, breaks up the play. Big uh, stop for this Tigers defense as they're going to force Pencrest to punt it away. So it will be fourth down and long. Pencrest will have to punt. Punting for Pencrest is number two, Levon Frame. Back to return is Sapness and Abel Hoff. They are back at the Marple 20 and 15-yard lines. Snap is good. Frame kicks a high, not very long kick near the near sideline. Bounces at the 30, takes a Lions bounce down to the 26. And it will be first down for Marple Newtown with 6.32 to go in this first quarter at their own 26-yard line. So a good stop defensively, Steve. Yeah, Tigers do a good job off. Force them to a fourth down and one, which they convert, but then hold them on the next three down. So Weathers in the offense comes out here for their second shot. Weathers out under center. Nick Rhodes, the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield. Hoffman, Rossborough are your wingbacks. Weathers moves Hoff in motion. He's going to hand off to Sapness up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's got no one to beat. One man to beat across the 50, 40, 35. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Adrian Sackness. 20. Big play by the Tigers there. Great job by the offensive line. Tigers take the ball up the middle with Sackness there. As we said, they have to establish the run early, win up front, and so far they've won on both sides of the line of scrimmage, Greg. And as you saw, big play there. Get up early on a team that's coming in here, um, you know, very high at 6-1. and one. 74 yards for the score. For Sapness. Fair for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good. Kick is good. And Marple Newtown leads 7 to nothing here in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> good one. Make this, and everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. No one cares who the kicker is until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you back out of that timeout after Adrian Sapness went 74 yards for the touchdown to put the Tigers on top 7-0 here early. He's done nothing ever since he came in and took over for the injured binder. He's done nothing but run the ball hard and effectively for this Tigers offense. Really only took him one game to get kind of acclimated, and ever since then it's been... Strong efforts, and Brendan Bradley on to kick. 
Bradley approaches. Kick is a low squib kick to the near side. It's going to be picked up at the 20 by number 23. That's Bay Tips. He goes to the far side of the field, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the 30-yard line. And good job by the Tigers. Coverage team there. They're going to come out on defense for the second time. Great job the first time by the defensive front, linebackers, and even the secondary. It's all around great effort by the Tigers' defense trying to do the same thing as they come out here. And that was actually Chris Coughlin, number 23, on the return for the Lions. Any event, the Lions will start with the football from their own 30 down, 7 nothing here early. They come out of the pistol, two receivers to the near side. The outside receiver is frame. Fisher takes it. It's a pitch to the near side, and he is hit hard. Number four for the Lions, Rashad Johnson. He only picks up two, but he paid the price. A.J. Cunningham coming over from his linebacker position. He does so well and blows up the play. Uh, that play's made possible right there by number one, Nick Rhodes, stringing it out there. So good job by the Tigers linebackers right there. 5.46 to go first quarter. Tigers lead 7 to nothing here at Pencrest. It'll be second down and 8 from the Pencrest 32 as they move right to left. The Lions come out of the pistol. Two wide receivers set. They're split receivers. Takes the pitch to the far side. Does Fisher. He's going to throw to the near side. Frame makes the catch on the near side of the field, keeping his toes in. A nice catch by Frame. Looks like he caught that ball out of bounds, but his his toes must have hit inside. It's hard for us to tell the Lions bench right there, but a nice job there by the uh, Lions offense. Pick up the first down. So we first and ten for Pencrest now from their own 43-yard line. They come out near side. Ball is at the near hash. Two receivers set out of the pistol for Fisher. Fisher looks to throw. It's a quick throw to the far side of the field. Incomplete over the head of the intended receiver, Clay Anderson. Fisher had his man, Anderson, open on the sideline towards the Tigers' bench. Just overthrow him there. Not sure if he was able to set his feet or not, but bring up a second down and 10 here for the Lions offense. So second down and 10, as Steve just mentioned. Ball at the Pencrest 43 as the Tigers lead 7-0, 5-19 to go. Two receivers to the far side. They are Anderson and Frame, or LeVon Frame keeps it in the near side. Hand off to Coughlin underneath. Coughlin crosses the 50, and he's brought down just shy of a first down by Perpilia. And we've seen that uh, a couple times there. It's a fake pitch inside, and they hand it off. Almost like a counter play, but um, Perpilia does a good job to come up there. It's a cornerback position, because if he broke that tackle, he had some daylight in front of him, Greg. So it'll be third down and two. Carry of eight that time by Coughlin. Ball at the Tigers 49 with 4.45 to go first quarter. Two receivers to the far side. McCafferty in frame. Out of the pistol for Fisher. Fakes the handoff. Fisher's going to keep it himself to the far side. He's got the first down and more across the 45. Skips one man at the 40 and then hit by three men at the 38 and brought down. Fisher, a little zone read right there, read option. He takes it there. It's important for the defensive end and the outside linebacker to keep contained there. Don't pinch in. When the quarterback Fisher sees him pinch in, he's going to take it every time. It's important for them to sit make a harder decision for the quarterback. An 11-yard carry for the quarterback Fisher that time. and Appears to move very good for a quarterback, Steve. 
Yeah, and he's, he's a big kid as well. So he, you know, he's got size and he's got mobility, which is key for a quarterback. Six two one ninety, the junior is Danny Fisher. Comes out of that pistol once again with two wide receivers, one near side, one four. It's a fake handoff up the middle. Fisher's going to look to throw. He has frame, and frame stretches out incomplete, just out of reach of the diving Levon frame. Yeah, frame frame beat his man. He was in the end zone and just overthrown a bit. Not sure if frame made a stop running, but frame coming off a big game uh, last week with a touchdown catch. Um, for the lines there, but it's going to bring up a second down and ten here for this Lions offense. Second and ten inside ter- Tigers territory at the 38 for Pencrest. Fisher gets the play from the sideline as we are exactly four minutes left in this first quarter with Marple leading seven to nothing. Fisher comes out of the shotgun, three wide receivers set. Fisher takes, gives it up the middle. Ball comes loose, and Marple is on the football. Marple is on the football. A fumble by Rashad Johnson. It's our ball. Big play there defensively for Marple, Steve. That's a big play right there. Um, they sent Nick Rhodes, number one, off the edge right there. Over-pursued a little bit, but A.J. Cunningham doing a great job all year. The leading tackler on this Tigers defense comes in and knocks the ball loose there. Tigers able to hop on it. So back-to-back great defensive possessions for the Tigers defense as they're stunning the crowd here at uh, Pencrest High School. So it'll be... 3.52 to go. First quarter, Marple Newtown with the football. 7-0 lead for the Tigers. They come out two wide receivers to the near side. Sapness, the running back. Hoff, the wing back. Rossboro and Roger, those receivers to the near side. Weathers under center. Hoff in motion. It's a handoff to Hoff to the near side, and he gets about three or four yards on the play. Not bad as Pencrest read it well, but Hoff able to scratch out four yards. Diego... Zubieta in on the tackle there for Pencrest. About a three-yard gain for the Tigers. Uh, Hoff gets the ball in the jet sweep there, and uh, he cuts it up. So not bad. He had no blockers really in front of him, so not bad to pick up uh, about three yards there for the Tigers. No blockers, and Zubieta stayed home for the Lions and did a good job on that side of the football. And you'll be hearing his name a lot. He... uh, is a force on defense for the Lions. Weathers under center. Ball at the Marple 40. It is second down and six. Handoff up the middle to Sapness. He finds a hole, picks his way through, close to a first down as he's hit at the 45-yard line. We'll see where the spot is. It looks like they're going to mark him down directly at the 45, a full yard short of that first down marker, Steve. He's hit hard by junior defensive back Angelo Lachetta there, but not before... Uh, Sapness does a great job there, um, picking up yardage close to a first down for the Tigers. So it'll be third down and one for Montpellier Town from their own 45-yard line after they forced a fumble in the last Pencrest drive here. Three running backs lined up across the 40 in the backfield. Weathers under center. And it's a fake handoff to Sapness. Gives the hop end around. He's got the far side of the field. He's got the first down and run out of bounds after a good five-yard pickup, four-yard pickup, Steve. They fake the dive. They give the end around. Two hop on the belly sweep there. He picks up a first down, uh, following his blockers and stringing it out. So good job by the Tigers' offensive line and hop there. So just 
over two minutes to go first quarter. Marple leads 7 nothing. They have a fresh set of downs here at their own 49-yard line. Nick Rhodes, the receiver to the near side. Weathers under center, and there's a false start as the backfield got moving before Marcus Weathers. Yeah, it looks like... You know, Weathers and the backfield, they move simultaneously, but obviously way before the snap. So they're going to be backed up five yards. Still going to be first down, Greg. And going back to that last play, that belly sweep, that threw, the quarterback and the fullback really have to sell that in order to give it around them. It's been a big play all year for Marble Newtown and, you know, the past years for them to run that ball. So, so on first and 15, a goal here, kindly just get yourself some of that five yards back you just lost and, and see where you get from there. The first down and 15 now for Marple from their own 44-yard line. Nick Rhodes, the receiver to the near side. Cunningham comes back to be the tight end on this near side from the far. Rossboro in motion, handoff up the middle to Sapness. He tries to pick his way through for a couple yards. He's only going to get about one to the 45, though. It looks like number 13 is initially on the tackle as well as other uh, Pancrest uh, lines there. And uh, Sapnis, Sapnis gets hit initially, but he keeps chopping his feet as he's done all year running that ball hard. So the second and 14, official pickup of one here. Tigers come out with Hoff and Sapnis in the backfield. Cunningham the tight end. No receiver out of this set. Marcus Weathers is going to fake the handoff. He's going to look to throw. He's going to try and run. He throws it away at the last minute as he's hit. Incomplete. Intended for Cunningham, who was in the vicinity of the throw. It'll bring up third down and 14 here, Steve. As I mentioned his name before, Diego Zubieta in on the play there, as well as other line defenders. But they force Marcus Weathers out of the pocket. The young quarterback's doing a good job, but that's hard for any quarterback to try to throw on the run. Gets the ball away. It's going to bring up a third down and long for the offense. So it'll be third and long with 52 seconds to go first quarter. The Tigers lead 7 to nothing here. Ball at the Marple 45-yard line. Tigers scored earlier in this quarter on a Sapness 74-yard touchdown run. Weathers takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. He's going to throw near side over the head of Nick Rhodes incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down, and here comes the punt unit. Yeah, it looked like the ball just slipped out of Weathers' hand right there, intended for Rhodes, um, in vicinity for Rhodes. So um, not bad, no turnover for the Tigers. They're going to punt the ball away and try to win this, uh, you know, win this game with some field position battle. So re- to return for Pencrest, Rashad Johnson. Punting for Marple Newtown is Kyle Kelly. You're messing it up. 46.8 to go, and now a timeout on the field. Timeout, Marple Newtown. So with a timeout on the field and 46 seconds to go in the quarter, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out www.delcocleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. 
Greg Pecco, Steve Rounds, back here with you out of the timeout. 46.8 to go here in the first quarter. Marple leads 7 to nothing as they are set to punt it away. Kyle Kelly to punt it to Rashad Johnson of Pencrest. Kelly is at the Tigers 34, set up to punt. A little bit of a high snap and nearly blocked. Now Kelly's going to take it to the near side himself and he's going to be brought down for a loss to the 39 and Pencrest will take over. There is a flag down though, so let's see what the call was. And it's holding is the initial signal from the head official down there. It seemed that they overloaded the right side of the line of the Tigers. And, uh, you know, the snap was high initially, but Kelly's a tall guy who's able to get it. And, uh, the pressure just came right off the right side of the line, and Kelly did a good job of just tucking it in and not making the play worse than it was. So Pancras essentially gets the ball back where they fumbled it earlier. Fisher with Bay Tips out of the shotgun. Four wide receiver spread set. A little bit of a low snap. Fisher's going to throw to the near side. Caught on that far side by Rashad Johnson. He ducks one tackle, gets a first down, and brought down inside the 25 at the 22-yard line. Ross Barrow and Cunningham in on the tackle for the Tigers there. And uh, Fisher steps back and finds his man in the flat. He cuts up the field for a Lions first down. So it'll be first down and 10, 28 seconds to go in this first quarter. Probably time for one more play here. Fisher comes out of the shotgun with Bay Tips. They go four wide receiver spread once again. Fisher takes the snap. He's going to hand off to Bay Tips, who goes to the far side of the field, finds a hole. He's got a big opening. One man to beat is into the end zone. Touchdown, Lions. And just like that, they have tied the football game here at the end of this first quarter. And Bay Tips gets the ball up the middle, bounces outside behind his blockers, and using that speed to get across the end zone for a late touchdown here in the first quarter. 7-6, pending the extra point, Greg. And just when you thought the Tigers had all the momentum, doing a great job on defense, um, you know. Kind of swings the other way here. Yeah, you know, some bad plays on offense and that punt, uh, momentum swings. Nathan Hughes for the extra point. High snap, but Hughes gets the kickoff. It is inside the right upright. Good. Tie ball game 7-7 with 7.6 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full service snack bar, an arcade, and Pro Shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. 7.6 to go first quarter. Pencrest set to kick it off after the Bay Tips run for a touchdown a moment ago. Hughes set to kick to Propelia, Hoff, and Sapness. Or Rossborough, excuse me. Hughes' kick is on the ground low to the near side. Nick Rhodes is on it again. They're going to say his knee was down when he touched it and picked it up at the 34. 
35-yard line is the official spot, Steve. Yeah, he picked it up. It looked like his, I was going to say his knee hit as he scooped up the ball there. Um, so we're going to mark him down there. He's showing the 35 yards. Still good field position for the Tigers as Weathers and the rest of the offense come out here with 4.3 seconds to go in the first quarter. 5.3 to go. Ball at the Tigers 35. Nick Rhodes near side with Hoff as the receivers. Weathers under center. Weathers going to hand off to Abel Hoff. Far side of the field, he goes off the end. He's going to pick up three yards before he's hit and driven back. But that will do it for the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.